as we say in the business, recording. Yeah. And I am still recording. Okay. Oh, nice. Hi, welcome back to Background Centuries. Uh, Noah, you know what? We are, I don't know how many episodes in, and we haven't even uh, talked about what we're going to have for our catchphrase yet. We should, pro- we should probably we should probably talk about that. Oh gosh, it's crazy how the how time flies. It just it just slips by. Um, yeah, I can't believe we haven't. Um, we were just so enthusiastic about getting going that we just sort of we just missed it. Yeah, and and you know what? I I, I remember conversations early on was like let's let it happen organically. We don't want to kind of put too much attention on it. We want to just kind of have have it move out of us, have it become organically from from the show. Um, but I think we just kind of let it on the back burners for too long. So yeah. what do you what are you thinking? Did, have you been percolating anything or Yeah, let's see where this lands. I want to I want to hear kind of your your just your your immediate response. Not even don't even think about it too much, just like the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, I'm just okay. going to make the, I'm just going to make a noise and that noise is going to be reflective of my feeling. Okay. Okay, and I'll just uh, I just need to interpret that then. Yeah. Okay. Background centuries. Putting pen to paper in your brain area. Okay, so you think you think you could? I know that it was kind of organic, but you think you could replicate that again so I can get another pass on uh, that? Oh yeah. Okay, so the little the little upward inflection at the end tells the tail, me yeah. you're a little turned on. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so maybe we should do a different one. Yeah. You got any ideas? I I, I had one. Um, and I I it's weird because this one just came to me. Um, when I was dreaming the other day, and so tell me if you've heard it before, because sometimes you th- you dream things that you had you know heard before. But I I kind of think that I'm I I'm pretty sure I came up with this one. Um, background centuries. What Nintendo don't. So we're sort of filling in the gaps that Nintendo has left for us. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because, like, when you think about it, Nintendo, what do they do? They make video games. Yeah. Well, like Mario, maybe. Mario, perhaps. Maybe a little Bowser and Yoshi. But but they don't talk about the world in any way. So, like, we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Background centuries. We do it. We do what Nintendo don't. We do what Nintendo don't. I mean, yeah. I kind of like it. I I mean, like, I don't know if I don't I don't want to start a little feud between us and and Nintendo, but hmm. I mean, if okay, it happens, so, it happens. So may, maybe maybe then we have one like a backup one in case that happens, so we can say we can say uh, what 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 are you talking what about? What did you say? This is it. This is it. Look, we yeah. have it written down. So yeah. do you have it? Do you have a do you have a smoke screen? Background centuries, grocery shopping for knowledge. Okay. Grocery shopping, yeah. Yeah, that was guttural. Yeah, sort of like it came up from, came up from the groin area. Yeah, 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 right below the gully button. Yeah. Uh. Background centuries, grocery shopping. I mean that kind of. I like it. That hits somewhere. I like it, and I, and I, and and it's um, and it kind of creates this this idea of of routine, 
mm-hmm. and just instability. And I, and, I, and I really like it. I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back to Background Centuries. Grocery shop. Background Centuries. Oh, oh my God. Okay. I'm going to do another take on that one. You fucked it. Hello. Welcome back to Background Centuries. Background Centuries. Grocery shopping for knowledge. I'm Ethan. I'm Noah. And we're back for another deep dive into those deep cuts for history. Yeah, I hope you got your, um, uh, hope you have your, um, uh, float. I have have one. I hope you have your water, uh, water floaties because this is gonna, gonna get out of the shallow end and might drown. Might drown. Okay, that's, that's going somewhere that I feel is maybe suggestive of a different kind of mood. Yeah, I don't, I was kind of trying to do a, I was kind of trying to do something that you, like you just said something that was like deep dive. You said a bunch of, and I was trying to add on that. We could kind of, we could sort of play on a spelunking an analogy. I hope you have your hard hat and good rope because we're going into some of the deep crevices caves. of your caves of your brain region where there's cracks. Brain caves. Brain ca- brain crack. Um, Arthur Goodrope is my favorite philosopher. Do you want to jump into our first <laughs> segment? Do you want to jump into our first segment? I would love to. All right. And and our first segment today is going to be cult classic. Pinpoint. Pinpoint. All right. So we got we got this randomizer going. Where are we flying to today? Oh, I hope you brought your parka because we're going to Modesto, California. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, okay. So Modesto. Modesto, a very um, I know it's it's within the U.S., but a very uh, for not not foreign, exotic, exotic. That's that's the word I was looking for. A very exotic history with Modesto. I feel like if we're gonna talk about Modesto, we we can't we can't not talk about the infamous incident of the Olympics of 69. Yeah. Held in Modesto. Yeah, the Summer Olympics of 69. We we cannot talk about it. We can't. We can't. I mean, we we could talk about the the brief mention of Modesto in the wonderful film Monsters vs. Aliens, but I Mm -hmm. I think that um, culturally speaking, it might be a better touchstone to talk about the the 69 Olympics. Um, uh, Do you want to get us started off um, about the the initial controversy before um the teams even even gathered how there was there was talks of 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 controversy and scandal do you want to you want to kind of touch on that before we get into the the actual event yeah so when they initially proposed modesto as the location for the summer olympics in 69 the ads went out with the wrong spelling for modesto and instead spelled it Manesto with an N, which is another city in California, mm-hmm. about 20 kilometers north. And so they were sending everyone to the wrong place. Yeah, and and, and um, this caused scheduling conflicts because everybody had to go, and, and everybody was staying in hotels that were in Manesto. They were staying at the, the Holiday Inn in Manesto, the... 
uh, extended stay, the Hilton Suites, the Best Western, the uh, Ramada. Inn. There's a lot of hotels. <laughs> Out, well, you know, that's the, the thing world. that people don't know about Modesto is that it's there's no houses or buildings or stores or restaurants. It's I mean, all the, hotels. There's a reason they call it the city of hotels. There's a reason. There's a reason it's famously called the city where you stay. And I remember distinctly that uh, AAA was swamped for that whole week because they were having to cash in on so much travelers insurance because so many people were having to redirect their their travel plans. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and it was there was a lot of angry sport athletes and they were all, you know, being all strong but also angry at the same time and that's just never a good combination. Being strong and angry. Yeah. Just just ask the Hulk, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that nearly sent Monesto into an economic downward spiral just because mm-hmm. there was so much refunding happening in the hotel industry which is Wait, their main not, source of did you not know this Monesto closed down completely when it, did that it, happen? It, it did it did collapse it, it collapsed about five years after that they just couldn't get um they just couldn't get uh the upswing back from from that huge decline and they had to close Monesto Wow. Now that's now something that's, that's not talked about very often. Yeah. Now now what used to be Monesto is now new, new, new Finland. It was bought by the Finland brand of, of countries. Okay. okay, so they bought it. Oh got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So that's anyway, but but back to back to Modesto, the, yes, with the, the place we're supposed to be talking the, the place we're supposed to be talking about. Um a beautiful, beautiful, um beautiful landscapes wonderful mm-hmm. concrete you know they had a special br- they had a special uh, mixture of concrete that that really shined in the sun for sure um but once you know the everything kind of died down and, and people were actually brought to the to the ymca where they held the the olympics that year um things sort of went off famously without a hitch it was one of the most smoothly running um olympics ever yeah, until the until the incident, which has made yeah. it infamous. Infamous, yeah. That that's that's the thing that we that we're always, you know, the the, the high fatality rate um, towards towards the end of the of the games um, because because Modesto decided to put their own spin on on the Olympics, and so they said, well, after after the whole thing we're gonna throw a big old party but it's not gonna be like a normal after party it's it's gonna be you know a huge rager and they they had moby show up um uh david bowie was there um the band sticks also came and and everybody was just having a really rowdy time but the twist that modesto decided to do because it was the summer olympics summer is the season of fire and flame they decided that um for this um for this party they would have a fire themed party so everything had fire on it there was fire a lot of in a lot of the places and you know for those of you who don't know about athletes athletes are always oiled up they're always greased up and ready to ready to slip and slide all over the place because that's how their big muscles look really good in the sun 
So, oil and fire, what do you get? Oil and fire. As the old proverb states. So, yeah, that... It was it oh. was explosive, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, and hospitals were jammed for yeah. the next 72 hours. Yeah, luck- luckily... Luckily, Moresto, which is uh, 20 kilometers in the opposite direction, is only hospitals. That w- that was really fortunate that they were able to just go over to Moresto. They had to redirect tons of mm-hmm. traffic to be able to get all the ambulances through into Moresto. Mm-hmm. And part of that fire theme as well was actually it influenced some of the cuisine that was served there. And mm-hmm. this created for a whole other set of issues... Uh, there was a uh, they brought in caterers who specialized in the spiciest cuisine and so the only available food there at this at this giant after party was a lot of very very potent and spicy food Mm -hmm. and they did not warn their guests beforehand and so everyone sort of just came into this guns blazing ready to chow Mm -hmm. down on some good grub only to find out that their only options were the kind of food that doesn't treat your system very well. Yeah, doesn't treat your system or your family very well. Um, and so yeah. there was, not only was it explosive in the sense of li- people literally catching on fire from all mm-hmm. the oil everywhere. Combustion, yeah. But it was explosive in the sense that people's people's systems were completely wrecked. Yeah. And they only... A, a little bit of a little bit of context. They couldn't. They had spent so much on the fire dancers, the fire tricks, the f- spicy food that they only had enough budget for one porta potty at this event. And about two hours in, everyone realized this is going to be a problem as everyone's eating, chowing down on that spicy yum yum. Mm-hmm. And as as it's now infamously known. Uh, things things got messy, very things very got quickly. Real things got real, real messy, DC. and you could say that yes. And uh, to cut to the chase, you had thousands of people all experiencing simultaneously explosive diarrhea and while they were on fire. While which they just, were on fire, I mean, it is a very um, is a very medieval. It's a very primeval tableau to imagine you know this um th- th- this gathering of of both both explosive bowels and explosive chemicals and 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 things that's right let me let me read to you actually one of the reports from from one of the the people who was who was there that night oh um, yeah this is the report they gave to the to the media that night uh in quotations oh my god oh my god there's shit everywhere And, uh, and that has lived on in infamy. Yeah, I, there's been bumper stickers. There's been um, charity foundations with, that has ha- has had that name. Um, that that specific uh, quote has become sort of the the albatross that Modesto has worn around um, its proverbial neck. Uh, in moving forward, and 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 kind of. Um, creating creating a sense of uh, responsibility and and heightened awareness within the the microcosm of Modesto California um, 
Yeah, and you know, and, and unfortunately, you'd think, oh well, you know, just go to the store and get some milk to calm your calm your your tum tum down a little bit, get those rumblies right out of your tumbly. But the thing is, is if you don't know about Modesto, is they are famous even before all this. They are famous for their spicy milk. So there was not really even a, a salve for that, you know. So it w- it was it was not well thought through, and it was you know um, the the boys and girls club that they were holding the party at, um, the bathrooms were r- renovating, and they thought that would be fine because it was a mostly outdoor outdoor gathering. So they were thinking, you know, what are people gonna do? Just use the porta potty. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we should talk about the sport sporting events a little bit. Um, I, I said it went off relatively without a hitch. Um, I, I say that there was one medal that did have to get taken away for the um, for the blindfolded javelin throw. Can you? Um, I I love the way that you tell this story because you were, people don't know this, but um, Ethan is actually an elder god, and he was there. He's ageless. He's timeless. Um, he's been alive since I don't know how how, how long. Well, maybe we should drop that uh drop that egg later later down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I mean <clears throat> I guess that's not really my that's not really my information to tell. I I'm I'm sorry, Ethan. I didn't know if you you probably don't want that information out there. It probably puts a big target on your back. Yeah, they can't know that I've been they I probably shouldn't even be saying this. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll cut this out. We'll put a big sensor beep through this entire thing. Um uh but, but yeah, the, the you, blindfolded you, javelin throw. Yeah, yeah the, the blindfolded... Yeah, let's get back to that. So the... The medal was revoked because of a suspicion of foul play. Uh, cheating, basically. Uh, the person who who won gold for this event was an athlete from Zimbabwe. And they were sort of this this dark horse in the in the competition and not that that necessarily aroused suspicion but the event uh, automatically installed some handicaps on the scoring because they were blindfolded and the precision of this athlete was so it it was too perfect that they had to they had to run the tape again just to see exactly what was going on this led to a whole investigation that is fraught with its own its own com- uh, own convoluted history and and conspiracies and um, needless to say, after much investigation and deliberation and, and interviews with the Zimbabwean government, uh, they discovered that this athlete was elected as their representative because of a medical procedure he had undergone that he had kept secret so that he could compete. Mm-hmm. He had his eyeballs removed and replaced with x-ray vision cameras. Mm-hmm. And this was way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Because you think of it, it's 1969, um, and they were just inventing this kind of spy gear it it was really on the cutting edge and and it was not for public distribution at all um and 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 t- t- they they hadn't even thought of entering it into the into the athletic realm at all 
No, I mean, it was really only available to military ops at that point mm -hmm. and only in the USSR. So mm -hmm. there has been some uh, some conjecture that there was a little bit of collaboration there on the part of Russia that maybe that that they were shipping in new military technologies to Zimbabwe. Uh, but that's been unconfirmed. And, and two, that's been... Uh, disregarded by many historians for the purpose that Russia didn't benefit at all in the Olympics that year. In fact, they did very poorly they did very at the poorly. Summer Olympics that year. Yeah. 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 So there's um, a lot of questions, you know, still spinning around it. It's one of those things. I mean, it's like Watergate. People still talk about it, and it's still yeah. controversial. Lots of question marks. It's like, how, how, is that, how is that gate holding all the water back? Because, you know, you'd think if you, if you imagine a gate, you know, it's... Like, it's just interwoven metal links. So why would you have a gate to hold water? Like, hold water? Because the water would just move. Th it would the just water pass would right move. through it. And, and this is a conversation that's been had, that's been droned on agnosium. But, um, um, but yeah, it, it, small scandal, you know, not, 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 not enough to overshadow the, 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 what, what everybody calls the fire festival. Yeah, yeah. It uh it really has sort of flown under the radar just because of the the spectacle that the 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 fire festival was. Uh although it is still a in many instances a black mark mm -hmm. on the record of the Zimbabwean athletes who have continued to compete to this day uh that they actually undergo a a specific screening before entering for the Olympics for prosthetic limbs, mm -hmm. any kind of um, amendments to their their bodily functions. They actually yeah. have to go, they have to pass through three series of metal detectors, whereas others would only go through one. It's, it's created mm -hmm. a lot of uh, challenges tension. And, and tension, yeah. yes, for Zimbabwean athletes to compete in the Olympics, which many today are advocating for sort of a provoking of that to try and give them yeah. a second chance and a shot at redemption. Because because that's the thing, you know, it was so long ago and and the current the current uh, landscape of Zimbabwe is, is answering for the sins of of people that they weren't even that were that aren't even in control anymore. They're they're not even, you know, behind behind the scenes and and one of the the tests that's famously been one of the ones they want to get revoked um is the is the the x-ray vision test where they'll they'll have somebody hold out a card from from a from a playing card deck a regular playing card deck and they'll ask the person what is this card um and obviously somebody who has x-ray vision will be able to see through the card and be able to know the correct um the correct card um and and they're saying like look blindfolded javelin was banned. I don't know why we still have this this safeguard. Um blindfolded javelin getting banned uh the following summer olympics um because of all the the ground pinning, which I we can talk about later, but um that tragic, gruesome. Yeah, it was such a dangerous sport to begin with that many wondered why they had kept it in for as long as they had. Yeah, because because the following the following summer olympics the reason why it got ultimately banned from 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 tournament from tournament play was because they introduced the idea of catching 
blindfolded catching the javelin. And so the problem was you had these really great athletes who were really good at precise throwing, but maybe not great at communicating. And so they'll throw it exactly where to where their to where their catcher is, but their catcher won't know when it's coming because they are also blindfolded and they will get, you know, skewered to the ground and become a, a sort of um, athlete kebab. And it was such a perfect storm too because the catcher had to be someone from a different competing country's team so they didn't speak the same language so communication completely broke down and uh, I don't know if you mentioned this but the way they couldn't catch it with their hands they could only catch it with their thighs yeah and so it was it was a a a, a contribution of both timing to be able to clap your thighs together quick enough to catch it but also the the inability to communicate with your your team member at that yeah. moment made it so that uh y- i mean you can you can picture yeah plenty the mayhem. plenty of yeah yeah and it's not it's it's not a bright spot of the olympic history for sure and some people say that um the 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 person who actually came up with the pitched the idea of the sport um um his name is Otto 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 I can't. Is it Jorgensen or Jorgensen? Jorgensen. Jorgensen. Otto Jorgensen. Um, People say that he came out later saying that the idea for blindfolded javel catching um, was a prank. Yeah, he never intended it for uh, to be a listed sport Mm -hmm. in the Olympics. It it was a mis it was misunderstanding. He he meant it as a joke. Yeah, he was. He, it was people don't people because apparently April Fool's Day falls on a different day in April for each specific um, city in the United States, and so Modesto, it, it they they weren't anyway. It, it was it was a, it was a whole mix up and just a lack of communication, which is is probably you know now that I'm thinking about it, we're talking about we're talking about a lot of history on this show. I'm I'm starting to realize that a lack of communication really happens really happens a lot and it's really a source of a lot of a lot of the nations um across the world their their troubles yeah yeah it's a good it's a good reminder it's a good mm-hmm. reminder absolutely absolutely are, are are we ready to move on to our to our next segment there ethan i think so <laughs> can you cough can you cough into the mic uh, oh that's gonna be poison yeah no that's that's um <laughs> Why don't you join me? We're going to take a little trip into the pyramids. So for those of you who are joining us for the It's first really pointy in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> for those of you who are joining us for the first time, it's been a minute since we've... Uh, taking a little dive into the pyramids on this segment we like to discuss the latest in conspiracies cryptozoology all of the underbelly of historical intrigue so today noah i'd like to talk to you about a conspiracy regarding children's fruit juice Mm. okay do you remember in the 90s a fruit juice. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, with, uh, 
I've been also very phlegmy today as well. I wonder if it's just a it's a weather thing. It's a weather thing. It's early. I think this is the earliest we've ever recorded. I think this is the earliest we've ever recorded, yeah. Uh, yeah. I also had some breakfast cereal. Fun. So some of that I had some milk. fruit juice today. Bringing it back around. Uh-oh. 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 Do you remember Do you remember a juice and it's it's still around in in small quantities? It's not as popular as it was before. A fruit juice that you squeezed in a little plastic bottle and they had faces on it. Do you remember those? Um, sometimes they were blue. Sometimes they were red. Sometimes they were green. I was alive for one year in the 90s. Okay, well. So there's a fruit juice that, that uh, came out in the 90s that... It was in a little squeeze bottle, and it was—it's very nostalgic. <laughs> well, there is a cons- there's a conspiracy uh, circulating that that fruit juice was actually part of a government scheme to influence children to certain criminal activities, namely uh, urinating on the sides of buildings. Mm-hmm. Which you might you might you might ask. That's sort of random and arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Well, for them, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. And it was actually very, a very specific and pointed uh, intent behind it. So they believed that juicing kids up on this, on this popular drink would, would fuse with their urine to create an acidic and erosive uh, uh, material that could penetrate through some of the most resilient material. And many people believe that this was intended to create an army of super soldiers with super piss to be able to penetrate through enemies' defenses. And not only was it the mixture of the juice in the piss to make it erosive, but there was chemical in it that would condition your brain to think aggressive and in combative thoughts mm-hmm. so that they would be pre preconditioned and predisposed to want to to want to fight yeah um and and i remember i remember reading about this um because there was a rise there was you know beyond beyond conspiracy beyond all that there was an actual rise in um uh pre pre-adolescent public urination in this time um and so, you know, whether you believe it's correlated or or not, um, whether you believe in the in the in the conspiracy or not, um, that that's just that's just historical fact. And and, um, you know, of course, you know, uh, I um, of course there are there are still, you, you know, like you said, there are still. Um, sorry, I'm trying to hold in a burp. <laughs> Um, <laughs> three, two. <laughs> there are still um, th- they do still make this drink. They do still, but it, it's you know it's very different. They don't use the same formula anymore. The the ingredients are different. Um, but many people believe that that those effects that those kids had live on and are um and 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 have a sort of time release. Um, effect effectiveness, and so 
you know, maybe there was this rise initially in the in the nineties um, of of public urination um, by children, um, and then and then it died down, and so people thought like, oh, it must have just been you know watching a bunch of Adam Sandler movies and then just like realizing that that's like it's like super funny it's like a really funny thing to do is to just go pee like wherever um but but then you know it died down um but um scientists um who are who are you know quickly being shut down like they're being silenced but you know you can still you can still find their 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 um research Online, but the, but scientists have have gone through the formula over and over again, and I've discovered that there is a, a time release um, component to um, certain combinations of the chemicals within these these fruit juices um, that that warn of maybe a future piss incident. Piss incident. Um, that that these kids who who drank this drink who who um, felt the effects when they were when they were younger are going to have a um, a, a restirring of that of that you know urge to pee on the side of a of a building and and you know you, you may be thinking well Ethan why why would the government want to want to weaken the infrastructure of of, of buildings. No, why? Why would the government want to weaken the infrastructure of certain buildings? That's the thing. Okay, that's the, that's that's the key. Certain buildings. So you you said, piss soldiers. That's step two. Step one is, um, uh, uh, an urban terraforming of sorts, where um, certain buildings who that stand in the way of the government's evil machinations because the government's evil guys let's be real uh uh huh you know puppet masters get on board wake up sheeple that's <laughs> okay. I got really mean um no um I was just kidding about <laughs> that just a joke uh just a kidding just kidding about jokes um uh there are certain buildings that stand in the way of of the government's plans. Uh, you know, you, you know, older buildings, buildings that are protected by certain certain laws. Um, but if those buildings were to suddenly not be up to code, then they would have to be taken down. So that's step one: take down those, get rid of those buildings. Step two, and that and that actually, step one is kind of already completed. the The damage has been done. We are just waiting for those buildings to to finally collapse. Steps two is those those that army of of acidic piss soldiers um and and i mean once once we have once we have that then it's really a race it's really a race to see who can you know who can pee on the most stuff and 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 tragedy tragedy will ensue yeah and many have speculated you know what would have been the incentive to encourage certain kids to rise above the others in the amount of piss they can generate. Mm -hmm. But that remains to be seen. There's so many loose ends as to that. Yeah, there's so many variables still up there. Um, And people are wondering, you know, what what does this mean? What do we do? What do we do? Um, Nothing. I mean, if this this conspiracy is, is accurate, then there's nothing you really can do 
except for be aware. Yeah, at this point in time, the burden of proof really does lie on proponents of the theory. We have yet to see any kind of correlation between these events, but you know, many proponents would still push back and say two things. We still need to account for the rise in public urination incidents in the 90s from minors, mm -hmm. and two, we need to account for the change in ingredients in the fruit juice between the years 1999 and 2005. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I get it. I get it. There are still... It, it, maybe for some, it's easy to see the connection because you have two very odd correlations, if they are correlations. But again, I I still stand on that the burden of proof is, is on proponents of the conspiracy to, to yeah. bring something forward. Yeah. And... and 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 that's that's a big big reason why we're sharing it right now on on the show because um you know whether or not it becomes true you know you know it 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 is important that people s start opening their eyes to this sort of thing um um because you're less li likely to be tricked by something that you're aware of and that's kind of what we're cuz cuz the next round of of acidic pee inducing sports drink or whatever or whatever or whatever it may be the people who are aware that this kind of thing can happen are the people who are going to stand up against it yeah so i guess our our advice is to stay informed and yes, really really yeah. yeah yeah keep your eyes and ears open keep your eyes and ears open and don't don't pee outside. Yeah, it's not oh, a good idea. Pee, pee, pee on a toilet. On the toilet, on the toilet. please. Pee, pee all over the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Background Centuries. Please don't forget to brush your teeth. It's healthy. Brush your teeth. It's healthy. I made a little poem about brushing your teeth. Here it is. Oh, please. Get... The paste on the brush. And then make sure the paste and your teeth touch. Rub it round. Rub it back. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Scrub that plaque. Hmm. Brushing your teeth by Noah Ramirez. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Let us pray. Our father. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Background Centuries. With your background boys. Noah. Anything. Always more to learn. Always less to say. Keep, Keep it, it skippy, skippy Toronto, Canada.